0: Hello beautiful people and welcome back for another episode of the Rise Above the Waves podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the that girl trend and why it can be toxic. I'm also going to share some of your guys' thoughts and some healthy habits that this trend promotes that I think we should all be following anyways. So let's get started. First off, what is the that girl trend? Uh, basically start off by waking up early to journal and work out then take a shower and practice skincare go off to make your perfect coffee and eat a healthy breakfast making a to-do list and following everything on it listening to podcasts while going on so-called hot girl walks practicing self-care all the time and reading self-help books A lot of influencers you've probably seen who talk about and live the that girl lifestyle are Trinity Tondelier, Kate Pope, Kaylee Stewart, Caitlin Nolan, Fernanda Ramirez, and Alana Blumberg. There are so many young women out there who have encouraged this trend and are posting about it quite often. It at first was something like becoming the best version of yourself by adapting habits that would ultimately help you feel good and healthy, and I feel like now it's become more about being aesthetic and often completely unrealistic. A lot of the that girl aesthetic involves having a flip clock on your computer, waking up at 5am wearing matching pjs and workout sets, eating lots of green salads and avocado sushi and drinking green smoothies and lemon water. Uh, using the five-minute journal, reading atomic habits, etc. And while there's nothing wrong with any of that, it can become really toxic when you start taking it too seriously. I even saw someone post that she couldn't be that girl because her PJs didn't match and she didn't like matcha. The fact that this entire lifestyle has become more about being aesthetic than actually working on yourself is actually kind of sad. So why can't it be toxic? Some people out there are giving you really strict instructions on how to be that girl, like waking up at 5 a.m. every single day to work out. I've seen so many girls post that on Pinterest and TikTok and Instagram. I mean, sometimes you can be way too hard on yourself. Like if you don't wake up at 5 a.m., you're not that girl. If you don't work out all the time, you're not that girl. If you don't eat healthy or drink a lot of water or listen to Jay Shetty, you're not that girl. You get the point, right? I know for a fact that this can quickly spiral into something very negative. I would know because I tried it myself. I had first started this trend about a year ago now. I was in a really good routine, waking up at 6 o'clock every day to work out. I read a bunch of self-help books, wrote in my gratitude journal, and drank out of a glass jar. Yup, I did all of that. And I honestly don't know what happened, but a month later I fell out of that routine, and I can tell you it felt horrible. Not because I accidentally slept in or stopped working out, but because I felt like a failure. I was no longer that girl. I was sleeping in too much. I wasn't working out anymore. And I can tell you, I felt a difference. When I was waking up early to work out, I felt so much more energetic in the mornings and was much more productive throughout the day. And when I didn't, I was super tired and didn't have very much energy. My mom even brought that fact up to me and she said I needed to get back into working out. And notice how I said I wasn't working out to lose weight. Yeah, maybe at first that was my goal, but now I only work out because it makes me feel good. It gives me more energy, which I know it doesn't sound right, but once you try it, you'll know what I mean. Anyways, I think what I learned from that entire experience is that... I mean, as it should be with anything you do, that I shouldn't have been so hard on myself. I shouldn't have told myself that I'd failed. I'd just simply fallen out of my routine. And even the top that girl influencers have done that before. They've even created whole YouTube videos called getting back into a routine. So what's the big deal? So now I'm slowly getting back into my routine. I'm starting to wake up early again to work out. I'm drinking more water, listening to more podcasts, and reading more self help books. And I honestly feel so much better now that I'm okay with making mistakes. The influencers I mentioned earlier are definitely not 100% that girl all the time. And I know this because they're human, believe it or not, and humans mess up. For example, Fernanda Ramirez has some videos on her YouTube channel of her procrastinating all day and being lazy sometimes. She's not going to the gym every day and she's not living up to the aesthetic all the time. And finally, here is a point that I need to get across. Social media is a highlight reel. People have said that so many times. But I seriously think we need to get that drilled deep into our heads. Just because someone's posting a photo or a video, having them a ton of fun, or being super productive does not mean that their life looks like that all the time. Because it doesn't. We all have our off days, and that's why living a healthy lifestyle in general is all about balance, and I'll go into that more in a bit. So I had a couple people send in some input on their thoughts of this trend, and to be honest, I was absolutely astonished at the answers I got. Uh, I'll tell you ahead of time that I 100% agree with these girls' opinions. Here's the first one. I think it's not particularly great. It subjects a girl into feeling like she has to quote-unquote be better to be seen as good and desirable and happy. Our identity and worth should be found in Christ alone. The good things about it is that it's focusing on being more grateful, exercising, eating well, and enjoying life, so there are positives and negatives. However... If we are finding our identity in being, quote-unquote, that girl, which is all too easy, it can become a dangerous spiral and create pride in our hearts. So I do want to be seen as pretty, I have to admit, but it shouldn't be our only personality and lifestyle choice. I do love the productive lifestyle, though, so again, positives and negatives. Basically, what she's saying is that she's glad this trend is promoting healthy habits and that we shouldn't let the term that girl define us. I honestly love that one so much. And here's the second one. I think it is draining and is a world's perspective of how people need to be. But girls are all different because God made us all differently. We are all beautiful and smart and talented in our own ways. And we shouldn't have to live up to a certain standard that the world makes for girls. I also think that the world makes a standard not only for how a girl's schedule should be and what she needs to do every day, but also how she should look. I'm talking nails done, hair done, makeup on, play a sport, be smart, be popular, be skinny, oh but not too skinny, work out, things like that. It's so mentally and physically draining, and it's what causes girls to have so much anxiety and depression. God made each and every one of us to be different in order to accomplish our purpose he has for us on earth. I mean, think about it. The world would be pretty boring if we were all the same and all look the same. Take that in. Those are some wise words, and I agree. It's not even being that girl that's hard, but it's just being a girl in general. There are so many standards that we, especially as teenage girls, feel like we have to live up to. And then the older generations generations wonder why we are so depressed and stressed all the time. I love her input on how God made us all different for a reason, and how if we were all the same, life would be boring. And that's something I'd like you all to remember whenever you feel like you should be living up to someone else's standards, we should only be living up to God's standards. So the first girl had mentioned that she loved how this trend is promoting healthy habits. I know that some of you might still want to adapt to these habits, so my mom and I put together this list of habits that we encourage you to try. This doesn't require you to wake up at 5 a.m. every day or to burn yourself out. In fact, it's alright if you don't even follow all of them, because I myself don't. So here's what I've put together that's healthy and flexible for pretty much everyone. Number one, have a consistent sleep schedule. You want to wake up and go to bed at the same time every day and try to get at least 7 hours of sleep every night. As teenagers, and even young adults, sleep is something that we're lucky if we get. So many of my classmates complain all the time that they don't get enough sleep. And part of the reason why is because they don't stick to a schedule. I try to go to bed by 10 or 10.30 every night and aim to wake up by 6 or 6.30 to ensure that I'm getting more than enough sleep next spend as little time as possible on a screen if you're just scrolling through tiktok or instagram or playing geometry dash all the time we're wasting a lot of time and instead you could be spending your screen time doing something better for yourself and i'm going to go into some other habits in a bit that you could do instead of scrolling next drink at least eight cups of water a day which is 64 ounces Water can help with clear skin, and it's also good for you. If you drink a lot of soda or coffee, that's not going to keep you properly hydrated, so you want to make sure you're getting enough water. Try carrying around a reusable water bottle with you. Not only is it good for the environment, but it'll remind you to drink something. Next, do yoga or meditation. So I'm going to start off by saying I know that some religions are against this, Mainly because a lot of the types of yoga and meditations that are being promoted today are about trusting in the universe and letting go of your conscious mind and manifestation and I honestly don't know what else. The types of yoga and meditation that I'm talking about is just working on your breath work and also physical stretching because it's always good to stretch. Uh, My favorite YouTube channel for Christian meditation is called Alabaster Co., their videos are typically five to ten minutes long and it's a meditation where they will read you a few bible verses and then this guy who speaks for the videos he has this really calm soothing voice and he'll just talk about how we can apply that in our life today and then they always end it with a prayer and i really love how they do their meditations like that i honestly don't use any other meditation except the one from alabaster Uh, the link to that will be in the description And then also for physical stretching, uh, you can go on YouTube and just look up stretching videos. My favorite is Anna McNulty. She is a 19 year old contortionist. She got popular from doing collaborations with Jordan Matter and she also auditioned on AGT a couple years ago. But she has a YouTube channel where she will post stretch videos that you can follow along to help you get better flexibility. So I'm following along with her videos in an attempt to potentially try to get my splits down this year. So you can check her out. And there's also other channels you can look up. So next is to read books or listen to audiobooks. Reading is so good for your mind. I have a goal this year of reading one self-help book per month. And some of my favorites are Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, Live Original by Sadie robertson Huff, and Brave by Sissy Goff. And even if you don't want to read a self-help book, just choosing to read over being on your phone is already a step towards better mental health. And if you don't want to spend a bunch of money, you can always just check out your local library instead of actually buying the books. And if you aren't much of a reader you can also listen to audiobooks. I have a couple of friends who say they prefer listening to audiobooks because reading takes up a lot of time and they can also work on other things while listening. Whatever your preference is. There are apps like Audible that you can get books on and you can also check with your local library to see if their books are compatible with apps like Libby and Hoopla where you can borrow and download ebooks and audiobooks. This is not sponsored, by the way. These are apps that I use and absolutely love, and they're free, and I'm recommending them to you. All right, next is to listen to podcasts. So, Wellness Cafe, Conversations with Kate, Not Your Typical, Moments, The Positivity Corner. Whoa, that's good. Those are some of my favorites. Podcasts have so much information and amazing tips and advice from many people. You've already learned so much just from being here on my show. Uh, next is to practice self-care, and it's more than just the aesthetic of face masks, because I've never used face mask in my life. Just taking the time to take care of yourself is great for taking care of your mental health. For instance, I take the time about twice a month to paint my nails. You could also practice self-care by having a dance party in your room, or coloring in a coloring book, making yourself your favorite food or drink, or re-watching your favorite movie. Let me know if you want me to do a self-care episode. There's a link in this episode's description to do a form where you can send in your episode ideas and also provide feedback for the show. And I love it if you would check it out. Next is to eat healthy foods. Some of the influencers I've seen before have actually posted that a healthy lifestyle is all about balance. Eating lots of fruits and vegetables isn't healthy. It's only healthy when you balance it with eating carbs and sweets. I'm not saying you should eat a ton of candy with every bell pepper you consume, because I'm pretty sure that's not good for you. But restricting yourself not to eat potato chips and pizza and cinnamon rolls is not healthy. And also, eating only junk food is also not healthy. And it's good to find the balance. You can do this by tracking what you eat. Not by calories and all that, but just by writing down what you ate that day. So this week, I challenge you to do that. Just write down everything you eat and at the end of the week, reflect on it. Was there a balance? Were you eating a lot of healthy food or too much junk? Everyone's dietary needs are different, so I'm not going to give you any measurements or numbers or anything specifically like that. I'd recommend speaking to your doctor or a professional nutritionist to get the precise tips that you'll need. Next, practice gratitude. You can journal this or you can just speak it out loud. Every night my mom and my little sister say their prayers together before putting my sister to bed and my sister always says three or more things that she's grateful for that day. I honestly think that's such a wholesome practice for her and it's teaching her that the little things can add up to so much. Think of something great that's happened today so far. You woke up alive. You've got a device to listen to this on. Did someone say hi to you today? Did you eat something today? Those are things to be grateful for. And there's actually a study that shows that people who practice gratitude are happier than those who don't. Try it out and see how your view on life changes. Next, work out at least three times per week. You could go to the gym, you can ride your bike, you can do dance workouts, practice martial arts, go swimming. Again, you don't need to feel like you need to lose weight or anything something that trinity tondelier says on her podcast the wellness cafe all the time is i don't work out to lose weight i work out to feel good and when you feel good you look good and honestly it's just important that we move our bodies every day because just sitting around not doing anything that's not good for your metabolism it's not good for your health and you don't need to do intense workouts every single day i mean three times per week that's honestly not asking for a lot and part of that is going on walks walking is so good for you it's a good form of working out and exercising as well and it also gives you a chance to explore the outdoors and some time to clear your mind i have to take my dogs out all the time and that's walking for me and that's exercising uh next spend more time outdoors the outdoors is good for you just spending 10 minutes out in the sun provides you with the vitamin d you need that day And fresh air is also something that's great for your physical health. Lastly, try to keep a clean environment. You wanna do your best to keep your space clean. Wash your windows, clear your desk, sweep or vacuum your floor. And if you can't do that, then at least make your bed. Something that my mom tells me all the time is this. If you fix your bed in the morning, it's something you can look at at the end of the day, something you accomplished, and the one thing in your room that you kept clean. And I do my best to keep mine fixed every single day. And I also do my best just to keep my room clean because it helps me stay more calm when my room is clean. When it's a big mess, it just adds to the amount of stress on me. The last thing I want to talk about today is you don't need to do all of these things to be that girl. You don't even have to be that girl. It's just something that a TikTok person created. What you need to do, though, is figure out what kind of lifestyle you want and just start striving for that. So, if you want to live for God, which, of course, I encourage you to do, start striving for that. If you want to be a famous musician, start practicing, start striving for that. You don't need to follow the aesthetics, and you don't need to be perfect. In fact, I encourage you to be imperfect. Perfection sucks. If you've seen Encanto... Remember that scene when Isabella and Mirabelle are arguing and Mirabelle says something along the lines of, I am so sorry that your life is so perfect. And Isabella goes on to talk and sing about how she doesn't even like being perfect. She wants to do what she feels like doing. And I think that becoming the ideal version of yourself is about listening to your body. If your body says, I don't want to wake up and work out today, that's fine. Sleep in. If you want to go out and eat a ton of pizza that's fine too i do it all the time but you also don't want to just be a slob all the time and not get up and work out you don't want to be lazy but if you are having a bad day it is okay to just take a break and relax we all need breaks sometimes so that is all i have for today thank you all so much for sticking with me if you've made it this far don't forget to click the subscribe button If you liked this episode, please share it with someone, maybe your friend or your family, who you think would like it as well. You can find me on Instagram at rise.above.the.waves for frequent faith and mental health content, as well as any updates on the podcast. If there's any influencers you'd like to hear from on the show, whether they're super famous or not, please look in this episode's description for a link to my Google form, where you can fill out the content and guests you'd like to see on this podcast. Thanks again. Remember that you are amazing. Peace out for now.